Have you ever had moments where you expect the worst is going to happen? Now, it could be the missed phone call from someone that just didn't leave a message. And then you end up spending your time wondering what's wrong or if you did something wrong or that you're going to be told something bad when you ring them back. Or you see an email coming through from someone, but you're afraid to open it for fear of what actually might mean in terms of something bad or something that you dread or something not so nice is going to be contained in the actual email itself. Or you get a voicemail from your doctor following all the tests that you've done and you expect bad news from the doctor when you ring them back. Or even the Sunday night feeling where you dread the anticipation of opening up your laptop on the Monday morning or going into the office and not knowing what you're going to face. Now these are just some of the times where people expect the worst of what's going to happen and therefore they live their life in dread of what might happen. But not only that, not only do we have the fear or the dread, we also build castles in our mind. And I don't mean the three-bed semi-detached kind of house or the fairy tale castle in Disneyland. I mean the great big dark castles like what you'd expect Dracula would live in. You see, sometimes we expect the worst. And with that expectation, we build it even bigger and bigger in our mind until such time that it's as big as a castle. And yet, in the vast majority of cases, when we do ring that person back or we open the email or we go into the office on the Monday morning, things aren't as bad as what we expected or what we had built up in our own minds. So what you're expecting to happen doesn't in fact happen at all, but yet we continue to live our life in fear and dread of what might actually happen. We all have times we expect the worst, and for some people it's every single day, while for others it happens during particular periods of time in their life, depending on what's actually going on in their life and their circumstances at that time. But on the other hand, there are times when we expect great outcomes to happen, like when we're on our way to our holiday or to the cinema to watch a movie or to a restaurant to have a meal. We don't have those same expectations of dreading the worst. We actually expect that we're going to have a great time, that the holiday will be great and relaxing, that the movie will be brilliant and that the meal and the atmosphere in the restaurant will be amazing. So why is that? On one hand, we expect the worst is going to happen in certain circumstances. And on the other hand, we expect great things are going to happen. Well, here's one element of why that happens. It's where the position of control and the power lies. So what do I mean by that? Well, in the earlier examples that I gave where you might feel dread, in your mind, you're not the one in control. The other person is. Be it the client that you got the missed call from or the doctor that left the message, the email that you've received or the, the, the work that you have to face the next morning. Your emotional response is being put into control of someone else. And in fact, that emotional response is being put into control of someone else by you. And your perception is that they're in control. Whereas when you take the other examples that I gave, such as going on holiday or going for a meal or going to the movies, you're the one that's in control. You expect a good outcome because you're the person determining that outcome. Now, can you have a bad holiday or a bad meal or a poor movie? Absolutely. But that's not what you expect. And if you have a bad experience, then you're the one that's in control to give out about it or look for some sort of remedy. In your mind, the balance of power is in your hands, whereas in the earlier examples, the balance of power is in someone else's hands. Now, this is very different to a person that, for the majority of their time, they see things as being negative. They're the kind of person that people refer to as being negative, and there's not many people that want to be around those kind of people. In fact, everybody wants to run away and be as far away as possible from those negative people. But that's not the same as building castles in our mind. You can be the most positive person for the majority of time, but there are times when you will build castles in your mind. 
So what can you do to stop building castles? Well, when I'm working with clients, I need to drill down into the root cause of why the castles are being built in the first place, and therefore we can then address the underlying cause. But let me give you a few strategies that you can work with and consider. Firstly, try and determine for yourself what the underlying cause of the feeling is. What are you fearing? Is it one of the seven fears that I outlined on a previous episode? And if so, you now know from that episode how to dissolve that fear. Now, if you don't dissolve the fear, then we'll continue to show up in your life and in different ways. Secondly, take control. I mean, you take control. What I said earlier is that one of the reasons for building castles is that someone else is in control. Therefore, how you eliminate it is that you take control. Now, can it take a bit of time to take control? Yes, it can. But do you want to live a life where others are in control of your happiness? Or do you want to be in control of your own happiness? So start to take control by putting a plan in place. So let's take an example that your circumstances are that you're in debt and therefore you're financially worried. And therefore anything that threatens your security in terms of financially, you will start to build castles. So if you received a missed call from someone that could potentially threaten your financial position, you're going to build castles in your mind. If you're worried about your job or your business, then anything that could potentially threaten your job or your business, you will build castles in your mind. The reason being is that you haven't taken control. Now, I know the first thing you're going to say as you're listening to this is, Paul, I can't take control. My employer has control. I can't tell him or her what to do. Or you might say, the economy is not great, so therefore I've no control over that. And if that's your immediate response, then now you know for certain that you need to take control because ultimately you're handing your power over to someone or to something else. Until such times you take control, then you're always going to be playing second fiddle. Until such times you realize that you're always the one that is in control, then you will allow circumstances to be created to show you that others are in control. Your lesson is to take control. It's all about getting back into equilibrium. So let me repeat that again. If your immediate response is that you can't take control because someone else is in control or something else is in control, for example, the economy or circumstances are in control, then you have a very big lesson to learn because it's for you to realize that you are always and in all ways in control. You have the power to be in control, but you're choosing to allow others or something else to be in control. And until such times you realize that you actually have the power and control, then circumstances will show up in order for you to learn the lesson of owning your own power and taking control. In any area of your life, where you feel you're not in control, then it will be controlled by others and by circumstances. Now, is that going to be tough words to listen to on this podcast? Yes, of course it is for some people, but for others it won't because they know exactly what I'm saying. But would you rather me to serve you well so that you can reach your full potential? Or would you prefer me just to tell you pleasantries just to make you happy and therefore you don't learn? I want you to fully get this because when you fully get this, then your life changes. And as I said, the ones that get this, and I mean really get this, on all the levels that I mean when I say those words, you know your power, then they're the ones that are nodding, giggling to themselves and shouting out big fat yeses right now as they hear these words. You're the one that's in control. You're the one that has the power. Because when you get to know your power and that you're in control in the way that I mean you're in control, then boy, do you have some fun. But let me get back to what I was saying. The aim is for you to take control. And to start to take control is for you to start to make a plan that will bring you to the point of being in control. 
The next thing that you can do is to find the evidence in your life where the worst thing that you expected doesn't happen and have fun with it. So what do I mean by that? Well, everything in life is not one-sided. There are always both sides. It's a law of duality. You can't have a magnet with only one pole. You can't have electricity without there being positive and negative. There are always both sides. So you can't have a life that is all full of positives. That's where the whole positive thinking clan is getting it wrong. Trying to live a life that's only one-sided is foolish. There has to be both sides. Therefore, when you're expecting the worst to happen the majority of the time, start to find the evidence in your life where the positive happens. Because again, where there's negative, there's also positive. So when you remind yourself of all the phone calls that you got which were positive, then you'll be able to see that you got both positive and negative. And the main reason for this exercise is to recognize that not all phone calls are negative, which is what your perception is. Likewise, instead of dreading the Monday morning of going into the office, whether that be to your home office or to your actual office, start to list out all the times when you went in and something positive happened. Again, what you're doing is seeing both the positive and the negative play out. So instead of always seeing it as possibly negative, you actually begin to look for the positive moments. Then you can begin to have fun with it and therefore alter the outcome of what can happen. And what I mean by having fun with it, I mean, start to expect something good. Start to play with it and start to see what good things might happen. Then begin to watch the magic happen. Now, if you do this consistently every day for a couple of weeks, you'll be amazed at what will happen, as well as the difference it will make to yourself. And lastly, let me give you one more thing to consider. When you're building castles in your mind, if you were to observe it from the standpoint of those moments giving you feedback for things that you need to change, what feedback is it giving you? If you're feeling restless and dread in the work that you're doing, for example, is it the feedback that you should be doing something different? Is it feedback that you're not actually on your purpose? Is it feedback that you have a different life lesson to learn? Whatever it is for you, instead of building castles in your mind, ask yourself, what is the circumstance trying to tell you? What is it trying to feed back to you? And when you consider that realization, then you can begin to do something about it. So there you have four different strategies of what you can do to stop building castles in your mind. First of all, determine the underlying fear and dissolve it. Secondly, take control. Third, observe the positives and have fun with it. And lastly, number four, learn from the feedback. Now, if this is something that you want to delve deeper into, reach out to me and let me know and we can see what we can do. And there's multiple ways in which we can work together, whether it be through the executive lounge or on a one-to-one basis. And if you want to know what the executive lounge is, just head over to my website and the details of all the different ways in which I work with people are all there on my website. I like to think that there's a way in which I can work with anybody, no matter what their budget is or what their preference is in working. So check out my website. And by the way, it's a brand new website that I launched recently. So head over to paulwilliamdavis.com and check it out. And can I just say one thing before I go? This morning before I recorded this episode, I had a one-to-one session with someone that was looking for their purpose in life what they should be doing in their life and what would make them absolutely happy and how they would fulfill their purpose. And at the end of the session, he said to me, he thought he would need multiple sessions in order to determine what his purpose is and exactly what he needs to do. But all we did was spend the morning together. Now, this is a person that has gone from job to job trying to find his purpose. He's reached out and spoke to numerous people and has spent a small fortune trying to figure out what he should do. His closing sentences to me were, Wow, 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 he was literally speechless. 
All the questions he wanted answers to, he got. He now knows exactly what he should be doing, what his purpose is, what his mission is, why he should be doing it, the role he should play in fulfilling his purpose, the aspects of what's going to make his life amazing and all the reasons why he went through the circumstances he went through. He's no longer feeling lost or despondent. As he said himself, the energy, the clarity, the motivation he now has is phenomenal. And the best way he could describe that feeling for himself at the end of our session was, wow, wow, wow. He couldn't get over what was achieved in three hours. He had been searching for years and yet in three hours, he now knows exactly what he needs to do. And everything that I said made absolute perfect sense to him and he could see the evidence in his life. This is the kind of reaction I pretty much get from everyone that I work with to determine what their purpose, their mission and role in life is. It's all the elements in what I call the pilot's manual. And I call it the pilot's manual because it's everything that you need to take flight in your life to reach new heights and to reach your full potential. If you go to my website, you'll also get to understand the main reason why I use flight references. I absolutely love the work that I do and the insights I get for people. And more importantly, to see the reaction on their face when they get all the information is just absolutely beautiful to watch. I'm so absolutely amazingly privileged and grateful for the work that I get to do and to share the discovery for my clients. It's the reason I get out of bed every morning because I'm saving lives all the time, both literally and metaphorically, because they get to live the life they're meant to live. Living a life that's not on your purpose is not really having a life at all. That's why I do what I do. And the information that I share in this podcast is to help as many people as possible to live the life they're meant to live. I cannot say it enough. I absolutely love the work that I do. And the clients that are put on the right purpose regularly say the same back to me. They absolutely love the work that they now do. But here's the thing. Until such times you get to experience living your life on your purpose, it's impossible to comprehend what it's really like. It's just a completely different life altogether. I just wanted to share that with you because it's so fresh in my mind as I just had a session before this recording. Again, if this is something you want to find out more about and how it works, just head over to my website and reach out to me. And if you want to find out more about building castles, again, just reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you and connect. After all, you want to be building glorious castles in your life. And don't forget to share in this caring, so please spread the word about this podcast to your friends and colleagues because it really helps to get the message out there. And if there are people in your life that you think might be a bit lost or trying to figure out their life or they feel like they're on a hamster wheel, then please share my website with them. It's paulwilliamdavis.com and it will be a great help to them. As always, until next time, I wish you every success.